Welcome to the How to Be a Minimalist podcast. My name is Katie and I'm your host. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoy. This is episode number 123, Minimalism and Contentment. Hey there, minimalists. It is just me today and I actually have this really specific and tiny time slot to record this episode and so it will probably be pretty quick. I did want to get an episode out though because, well, last episode I started out by asking my husband if he thought that it would snow. He said there would be 0% chance. We ended up getting three inches of snow and the power was out for like 24 hours, which, you know, is not horrible necessarily. We were prepared for it, thankfully, but it was still enough that I couldn't upload my episode by the time we ended up having a snow day with him not at work and with our schedule being totally off with doing everything totally different from the way that we thought that we would. It just got everything super goofy. We also have a lot of life stuff going on right now to keep things very busy. It's good life stuff, but lots of stuff going on. I didn't want to skip another episode, so this episode is going to be short. On top of that, I'm preparing to go on a girl's trip. I'm super excited. I'm going with my sisters-in-law, and it's going to be really fun. So I am all about self-care this weekend. By the time this episode goes out, I will be back home and enjoying my family. But I am excited to have some self-care time, some fun times with my sisters-in-law, and just enjoying a little bit of a change in scenery. We are going somewhere warm. (laughs) We're going to go hang out in St. George, Utah. So I'm very excited about that. As far as my goals are, because of all the said crazy life stuff, the power being out, all that, I have not had a lot of time to be working on my goals. I don't know. I feel like things are shifting a little bit in our lives right now. And so I'm I'm noticing some things are going a little differently than I thought that they would, but that's okay. I will get back on track. I did manage to listen to The Midnight Library for my goal to read 22 books this year which was such an interesting premise for a story. But other than that, I really haven't been working on my goals this last week. I will be doing a lot of soul-filling self-care this week, which is one of my goals, and I'm going to be happy about that. I've been thinking a lot about Stoic philosophies lately. One of the kind of rules is to not complain, and I have thought about this a lot. It brings up a lot of questions for me because I feel like as far as progress goes, discontentment and dissatisfaction can actually be really positive things. It totally depends on how we deal with the things that we're dissatisfied with and discontent with, but I generally would like to have more contentment in my life. And I also feel like I have a tendency to complain about things or feel like I am dissatisfied and I don't want that. I want to be more content all the time with the things that I have, with the things that are happening in my life, with the way that I'm dealing with things. And so this idea of not complaining has kind of stuck in my brain quite a bit lately. And I saw an article that I read about it. I can't remember. I think it was just like a story on Instagram. So it wasn't really anything that I can direct you to. I think it's disappeared by this point. But I recently had read something about not complaining. And that made me want to do a little bit of an experiment, which has led to this podcast episode of minimalism and contentment. As I was outlining, I came up with basically four things that I have found leading to more contentment in my life. And the very first one is don't complain. The interesting thing that I've noticed about this experiment to not complain is that it 
really does generate more energy for doing other things. So the other night I wanted to complain to my husband about something. I don't think it was even about him. I can't even remember what it was, but something wasn't going well. And I was going to complain to him. What I found was that I, I think I was working on a project. That's right. I was working on a project and I wanted to complain because it wasn't going right and I needed a tool or something. I don't remember what was going on specifically, but instead of complaining, I ended up taking that energy and focusing on what I was working on and I was able to creatively come up with the solution to my problem and my complaint. It was really interesting. I have experienced this a lot of times. It has also brought a lot of interesting conversation because I ended up, instead of complaining about something, I ended up bringing up an interesting topic or asking my husband about something that he's doing right now. So it has been very interesting what it does to my relationships and also the things that I'm working on to not complain. It's amazing. It has made such a difference because I'm not focusing on the thing that I want to complain about. The biggest thing I've noticed is that while yes, it does generate energy for other things, I am so much more content and I am not spending my time thinking about the things I'm dissatisfied with. Of course, there are still things I'm dissatisfied with, but it has made it so that, again, going back to that project, instead of being frustrated or wasting my energy on thinking about how it wasn't going well, I was able to focus on it in a different way and make progress. And I felt so much more peaceful as I went about what I was working on. The second thing that I've noticed really affecting my contentment is being hopeful and dreaming about possibilities. I would say that the example I would like to use here of feeling very uh, discontent and dissatisfied, frustrated, stuck is living in the Pacific Northwest. While it is gorgeous here, it is absolutely beautiful. And there are some incredible places and people here. It has been very difficult for me personally to live in such a wet climate. I would say that also my area where I live, there are not a lot of opportunities that are inexpensive in order to get out of the rain. And if you live in an RV full time, when we lived in our homes, it was a little bit different. It was it was a little better, but especially living in the RVs, I, I don't know which is better because you're just going to get wet all day long in an RV, but also you get stuck in a house. And I have walked miles and miles and miles. I've walked hundreds of miles in the rain and at least I've gotten out. At least I've moved my body. At least I have some hope after getting out and moving my body about and it has done my body good even if I come back drenched. That's not something I would necessarily do if I lived in a Sticks and Bricks home or when I lived in a Sticks and Bricks home. And at that point, I would do things inside of the house to move my body, but I still don't think it was necessarily the same. My point is though, there have been a lot of times when I have felt stuck here. The times when I have felt the most positive and happy living here have been the times when I have been hopeful about the possibilities I don't think that we can live here forever. I really don't. I think it is a little bit too challenging, but I have been very hopeful and I have been looking at the different possibilities and dreaming and making sure that I don't allow myself to fall into, we are going to stay here forever. It will be like this for my brain forever. I will be frustrated with this location forever. I don't do well when I'm stuck in that. I do better 
when I have hope and when I am dreaming and when I am thinking about all of the different possibilities. Even those moments when I have felt like, well, it probably is the best thing for our family to stay here. When I have those hopes and dreams and possibilities in my mind, I feel so much more content being here. I feel so much more content with our lifestyle. I feel so much more content with the idea of staying and looking for those different opportunities, even if they are challenging. I have had moments where I've thought about the ways we can overcome some of those challenges. It has been a much more positive thing for me to be hopeful and to dream about the possibilities. It may turn out that we get to move to a drier climate and that would be a really fun adventure. It may be that we stay here. I just am excited and happy when I think about all of the different possibilities. But if we do decide to settle down here, I also will benefit from the hopes and the possibilities. What could we do with a property or a home that we could overcome some of those challenges of the cloud coverage. If we did own a home, what could we do with that? Even little hopes and dreams like that make it so much more of a livable and happy and contented experience. I've noticed that even though it seems like dreaming and hoping for possibilities that don't seem to be there or opportunities that don't seem to be there, sometimes it can feel like those those hopes and dreams like it's too dangerous or it's too risky to dream and hope because if they don't come true, then, you know, you'll be really upset. I actually have noticed that dreaming and hoping has led to a really positive way of moving forward. And I've noticed a lot of those hopes and dreams do come true and they have come true in my past, but it has led to more contentment with what I'm doing right now. And that definitely has a lot of benefit to it. The third item on my outline here is when I look at what I do have, I am so much more at peace in my home, in my relationships, with my life. It's easy to get caught up in, well, I really wish I had this or I wish I had that. And all of that stuff, I think, leads to discontent and dissatisfaction. I notice with myself, sometimes when I compare myself to others, it is particularly difficult. If I am not worried about anyone else, if I don't have to think about what anyone else is doing, if I don't compare myself to others, I'm super happy with what I've got. I have learned to be really happy with the things that I have. It's interesting to do this with possessions, but it's also interesting to do this with relationships or activities we do get to participate in. I know a lot of people have things that they wish they could do, like lessons they could take or sports they could play. But when we look at the things we are able to do, it's a really great way of exercising that muscle of gratitude, I guess. And I think it leads to a lot of peace and happiness. Finally, I want to talk to you about what I think is really important to remember. Being content doesn't mean that you can't strive to have things that you really want in your life, whether those are physical possessions or emotional relationship, whatever things in your life. In spite of that, though, I find that I'm more content when I work on finding a solution, not griping and complaining about the problem or the thing that I don't have. So again, going back to instead of complaining, what is the solution? What what can we use our energy on that will get us closer to the thing that we do want? We don't have to set everything aside that we want. We don't have to 
tuck that away and hide it and say, oh, well, I'll probably never have a perfectly curated minimalistic home. I just won't even think about that. That's not what I'm saying with all this don't complain, be hopeful, dream, look at what you do have, be grateful. You know, I, I have some serious issues with that. We should look at being dissatisfied almost as a tool. It's like a trigger almost to letting us know that, hey, there are times when this is a sign that we need to be more grateful, but it's also a sign sometimes that we need to work towards a goal of, getting that education you always wanted or figuring out a way to change your schedule so that you can actually go on a run that you always wanted to go on every few days. There are reasons why we feel discontent and sometimes exploring those things helps us to figure out how to live more fully. Spending our energy on finding a solution though is way more productive and helpful and will get us closer to our goal than spending our energy and our time on complaining, being frustrated, and wasting our time doing things that aren't getting closer to our goals and our dreams. I struggle really badly with all of these things. These are things that I am working on currently. I really, really have a hard time with them sometimes. But I am noticing that simply by not complaining, I'm finding that this chain reaction has led to a lot of really good things in my life. And I'm so grateful for that. It's been cool to see the things that have changed in my mind and in my surroundings because I am taking the time to refocus my energy on solutions, better thoughts, positivity. It's been a really good thing for me. My minimalist challenge is the next time you want to complain, don't. Just see what happens if you don't complain. Find an alternative or whatever, but try to not complain. Just see, just do it as an experiment. It's very, very interesting. Or pick a day when you're like, okay, next Friday, I'm not going to complain about anything. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have enjoyed this show. Remember, it is all about the experiences, not the stuff, and I'll see you next time.